Cause I've got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer is my blues away. Welcome back to the Annex Podcast, the podcast about uh, a few guys talking to each other. And that's what we do. And we have fun doing it. Uh, this week, we don't have Ty, but we do have Toby. Uh, say hi, Toby. Hello. There you are. Uh, we've got Ranger back. He's visiting again. Say hi, Ranger. Hello. And we've got John slash Bronze Raptor. I, I go back and forth calling him Bronze or, or John. So uh, so say hi, John. Good evening. How y'all doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. All right. This week, uh, let's see here. Yesterday. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Uh, happy belated Mother's Day. Uh, mothers, um, to all the mothers out there that listen. I know mine does. I don't know. Does, does your all's mothers listen to the, our podcast, guys? Um, I don't think my wa- mom has ever picked up anything from Spotify or any of the other wonderful <laughs> providers who host our service. So you'll have to uh, you'll have to show her how to um, how to download podcasts on her what Android device or does she have an Apple device? Uh, she's another one of those Apple cultists. Okay, so just show her how to subscribe with Apple Podcasts. Uh, just uh, maybe maybe show her how Discord works, too. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Mother's Day. Did you guys do anything fun for Mother's Day weekend? I know uh, Bronze, last week we talked, uh, you said you probably weren't doing anything for the weekend, but you'll be visiting again in a month or so and saying hi. So we know you did that. Did you do anything special for your wife? Uh, we let the uh, my wife go out with um, our son and watch a uh, movie together while I kept the baby. So um, less noise for him, and he got to enjoy the experience more with uh, with lemons. So that's uh, what really counts, right? <laughs> that's right. You said she went and saw a movie with him. What movie yep. did you guys go? Or what movie did they go see? Um, they went to see was it the, the bad guys that movie with oh, all the bad the guys movie? Animal. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, we haven't, uh, we haven't actually discovered that one at our house, I don't think, but, uh, we have recently been to see, uh, we went and saw Sonic 2 not too long ago. I um, got to take him to see Sonic 2. Yeah. So they, we are up on that. they liked the first one, um, and they had been begging to see the second one. And we've, we've had a gift card to go see, uh, to see a movie for a while. Uh, we got it right as COVID started, I think. Um, and so we, we've just been holding on to it. Uh, let's see here. Toby, did you do anything good for your mom? Um, I, I visited her, which I consider nice. We didn't do anything that special. We don't typically do. Um, but I had dinner with them, all my family yesterday. We uh, grilled some steaks and just enjoyed a nice evening together. Steaks are always fun. It, it was good weather yesterday for grilling. I, uh, yeah, it's going to be good weather all week. I uh, I got up early on Saturday and I smoked a couple chickens, um, like I said I was going to, and uh, I was supposed to be over at my mom's house at around uh, three with the chickens, and we were gonna have uh, we we're gonna have a flower planting party, and uh, we were gonna eat some some dinner with the smoked chicken. Uh, it was all rainy and kind of cold all day Saturday, so we didn't end up doing any uh, any flower planting, but we did have a good dinner. Uh, I think it was successful. And the kids played some dominoes. You guys ever played dominoes? 
Now, do you do Mexican train or do you do some other? It's a variation of Mexican train. So um, with the Mexican train, I know that there is always that one open slot that they always you can play. Everybody, it's like a community slot that you can play on or whatever. Right. Um, We don't do a community slot. We play the penny when my penny's up or whatever. So if you can't play on yourself or somebody else then your penny goes up for that round. Hmm. After, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, we never, we've never really played dominoes in our family. We're just more of a card game, you know, uh, spades, gin, rummy, euchre, things yeah, like that. It's hard to get the kids to learn uh, Oh, definitely. We don't have a lot of little ones, so it's a good time for us to, to do it. I think dominoes has become kind of a tradition whenever my dad's side of the family gets together. We've, uh, somebody's always had a double 12 set of dominoes and they will play it all night long, which is, uh, it's no, no skin off my teeth. Uh, you know, I used to have fun with it too. So everybody has fun. Uh, Ranger, we, we haven't got to you yet. Did you do anything special for mother's day? Well, similar to you. Um, the thing I do for my mother on, on mother's day every year is she really likes tomatoes. So I uh, set up a container garden for her, and uh, we spent most of the day changing out the soil for this year, refreshing it, and getting ready to plant uh, probably next weekend if it's nice outside. But she, uh, we used to have this neighbor who grew tomatoes, and he would just give her bags of tomatoes. And a couple years back, uh, he passed away. And my mom was like, oh, I'm going to really miss having these tomatoes. So um, we, uh, I built her this like container garden thing that you use the Home Depot buckets and you can actually plant tomatoes in those. Oh, nice. And, um, and so now she, she has her tomatoes. So that's kind of what I spent uh, Sunday doing. Or, uh, Perfect weather for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunday Sunday was much better weather than Saturday. And uh, mm-hmm. I ended up just grilling out some, uh, some hamburgers and hot dogs when we had uh, my mother-in-law over, uh, my wife's mom. And uh, they came over and had dinner. And uh, just a, you know, kind of a chill night. It was awesome. Uh, didn't have to run around too much this uh, this Mother's Day. So, uh, yeah. Now, Mother's do you Day. guys do presents for your wives, mothers, or is gift giving not a big deal to y'all? Um, so this year, my wife asked for uh, home improvement uh, projects. She wants to <laughs> replace the carpet on the stairs with just uh, wooden stair treads or whatever, and she wants some uh, some cabinets in the laundry room so she can hide all the stuff instead of just setting it on top of the washer and dryer. I, I learned some things along the way, and she gets what she wants, so it's nice. See, here I thought I was breaking the bank by getting my mother-in-law a um, one of those uh, digital picture frames where you can transmit pictures of whatever, so mostly like grandkids or adventures or things of that nature. So you, she can see. Does it actually come wirelessly from your, like your phone or whatever from like cloud storage? Yeah. So you you could sync your phone up to her picture frame. You would transmit the pictures from your phone to you know, her her frame. So I think it might have some local storage to it. But yeah, since it's the central server for the my dad has been frame. Yeah, my dad's been doing a uh, a digital picture frame. Uh, we'll we'll. We bought one once for my granny, so his dad, um, and uh, I think it died, and we ended up getting another one, um, but uh, it's always my couple weeks project 
uh, before Christmas to uh, to crop all the pictures down and make them look better uh, for for Christmas gift to reload all the pictures up to her picture frame. So that's that's always fun. And I think you've given me a Christmas gift. Yeah, she always says she'll sit there for hours and just watch all the pictures. So mm-hmm. she she loves it. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm definitely you know, going to be getting that for my grandmother this year, I think. Sounds great. Mom spends a lot of time in the kitchen. So the picture frame for that she has, because we bought the same one that, that my mother-in-law is going to be getting. Um, but anyway, mom ha- has her version of the picture frame in the kitchen. So she could just glance over uh, from the sink and see all the pictures that the kids are sending into her. So yeah, it's a nice little object. And then my mom's getting um, the board game Wingspan. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that. I have never heard of Wingspan. Nope. It is one of the more recent popular modern board games. Essentially, it will teach you ornithology, whether you would like it or not. So oh, that's fun. Yeah. Also like bird, um, bird, bird identifier, wingspan. That yeah. makes sense. So, so there's like three little um, habitats that you can populate. The forest, the plains, and like a wetland type background. And then you'd get... Sp- birds that can help you draw extra cards or lay eggs in their birds nests or you know get food for your birds like bugs berries etc so but by the end of the game you know you're racking up points by collecting various birds and foods and whatnots and um they all all the cards are, are very nice by the way they give you a picture of the bird the scientific name of the bird as well as like random bird facts and where they live awesome oh yeah and they have two uh, expansion packs to it now. So you have the uh, European birds, and then they recently came out with the uh, birds of Oceania. So, uh, did you guys uh, did you guys end up watching the Derby on Sunday? Yes, sir. Or uh, Saturday? Oh, oh, it's on Saturday, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I I went through the entire weekend thinking it was on Sunday, and then I start seeing my phone blow up from everything that happened on Saturday, and I was like. But I thought it was on Sunday. Everybody kept saying it's on Mother's Day this year. So I was I was completely lost. Saturday night, I'm like, oh, I didn't get my bets in for the Derby. Yeah. I wouldn't have won anything anyway. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in Louisville, so I never forget when the Derby is. That's for sure. You know? Amen. Even if it was just the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh we uh, in my job we do some stuff for security for Churchill Downs, so it's a big build up all the way up to it. So I I always know when the Derby is. That's for sure. I completely missed it. Completely forgot about it. And uh, then that, I heard it's some amazing story. Mm. So like I said that's what that's what happened to me. I uh, I just I completely forgot about it. I, I didn't realize it was on Saturday and just went through Saturday and all of a sudden hey. Uh, the Derby happened. Oh, okay. Anything cool happened? Yeah, biggest Derby yeah. upset in history. I'm like, wow, I, I guess I missed a good one. I, I mean, yeah. I, Second I longest size, I think. Yeah, I don't think I could tell you the last time I actually watched a Derby. Uh, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a Derby party. Um, I think the biggest memory of the Derby that stands out in my mind was... Uh, when I was still in high school, uh, we had to do a bunch of band fundraisers. Um, and one of the band fundraisers, it was to sell just potted plants. We, we partnered with, the, uh, with just some plant grower, uh, mostly just parent, uh, ori, uh, 
perennial annual annual flowers so ones that you have to replant every year you know the ones that you buy from mom for mother's day or whatever right um so we had to sell those hanging baskets and stuff and we would set up out front of our high school and then sit there all day sell the plants pack them back up and take them back to the uh to the flower guy or whatever and uh by the end of the day it it was most of the time on a saturday which was the derby and so I remember listening to the Derby after coming back from dropping off the flowers back at the uh, the farm that grew them or whatever. <laughs> so that's that's my fondest memory of the Derby. I think we sold plants in band in high school for me too. They were called Mums or something. Mums, yep. yeah, Mums. Mums is a big fundraiser. Um, yep. Ours was just ours was everything though, not just Mums, but everything. I had to do um, like volunteer work before graduating high school for my whatever academy I was in. So to cover those hours, I was running up on graduation. I was like a security guard volunteer at the Derby. And that is probably my least favorite experience from high school because everyone was an absolute jerk to me and everyone else that volunteered because they all looked down on you. They're all rich with their big hats. It was not a fun time. So, yeah. Fun stuff with the Derby, huh? Did anybody have any fancy Derby parties that they went to or anything like that? Oh, no. Um, we kept it pretty simple um, with, with the family. Now, Lemon, she's local, so of course she wouldn't let me forget when Derby is. Um, her family um, has a tradition where you take the horses that are going to be in a Derby, you take all their names, you put them in a bowl, you mix them up, and then... Every member of the family would draw a horse out of it. And those would be the horses that you're cheering for in the upcoming race. And then if your horse wins, um, her her dad would give her her siblings a cash prize. So we split 19 of the horses among myself, um, Lemon, and then our, our, our oldest son. And then we gave um, our our baby one horse this year, <laughs> and we gave her I kid you not Ethereal Road. But if y'all paid attention, Ethereal Road was scratched, so we just happened to give her the replacement, who was Rich Strike, and of course that is the horse that came from behind and just blew oh. up the entire field. Nice. Yes. That so. that story has to be part of the movie when they make it. Yes, yeah. it is absolutely going to be a movie. <laughs> Eighty to one odds, thirty thousand dollar horse raised and a horse farm in Versailles. Just, it's going to be a movie. It, it wasn't even supposed to be in the Derby, apparently, right? Nope. It was supposed no, right. It, like it, it was wasn't only in the, the derby. derby for like thirty six hours. Good Friday Lord. morning, it wasn't in the Derby. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think they've crazy. only recently started doing that too. Like before, I think if a horse scratched, it was just they they didn't add anything. But I think they've only within maybe like five or six years started, you know, making it. If there's a horse available, they will add it to the race. <clears throat> but I could be wrong about that. But I think I don't think that's been a thing very long. So I think was the, the jockey had never. Won yeah. one of these races. The yeah, horse yes. is never in one of these races. Yep. The, only the got, trainer what, five wins or something like that. What was that? I, th- I think I saw something that the uh, the horse only has five uh, races, five five wins or five races under its belt. 
I would, well, I don't I would think use it was five, five races. wins. I think it was might have been five races. Yeah. I, the the trainer had lost what thirty horses yes. in a fire not too very long ago. Yeah, they had a 2016 fire when that happened. I think. GoFundMe. And the the jockey has only I think he's only raced at Churchill a handful of times. Usually he likes to stay at one racetrack. I think it's Belterra. And because his family's there. So he stays there and he's uh, there. He's a very good jockey, but he only, he only on Derby day, he only had one ride and that was the ride that he had. That's, you know, all those races and all those jockeys usually run most of those races. And he only had one horse that he was racing that day and he made the most of it. I am just praying that there's no corruption, no drug, uh, no anything of that nature to spoil the story. Because I, I mean, at the last <laughs> you couple mean like years, last year? <laughs> I, yeah, no, exactly. I was going to say, like at the last couple years, this is the story that horse racing needs to, yeah. you know, stay in the good graces of the general populace. Yep. Because you had, you see, you had the disqualification for the right after the race mm-hmm. one year. And then you had, um, obviously, Bob Baffert. Yep. Um, and then there was something else, too. I, I guess maybe it was the pandemic year when they raced in the fall. That might have been the one where they took, like, half an hour to figure out who won. But it's been, like, three years where something has happened to sort of take the shine off of it. And you're right. This is exactly what they need. Now, I think we probably already would have heard if there was anything funky about it. So hopefully it stays that way. So, uh, continuing with the sports talk here, uh, I don't know, this felt like it was winding down, so I was just going to move along here. Uh, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee baseball, UK, Tennessee baseball. Um, something about Tennessee lost? What what, what, what happened there? What yeah, happened, Bronze? number one, yeah. Tennessee lost their first series of the year. Y'all never want to talk about baseball until you actually (laughs) do something. (laughs) I mean, we definitely wouldn't be talking about it otherwise. (laughs) True. I I don't know exactly what happened. I heard they won the series, but they didn't sweep them or whatever. So what what was it like? Three three games or five games? How many games was it? It's a three-game series, and they won. So three-game series. UK won the first two. So so that makes them win the series. There was some weather involved, too, because the first game... I, I guess that was fine. Oh, yeah. The second game, it got postponed. Yeah, it got late. It was They finally stopped the game around a quarter to 11 on Friday night. And per SEC rules or NCAA rules, they couldn't resume it because it was too late. So the so they next restarted day, the next day, right? Yeah, they played the final two innings of that game, which at that point, Kentucky just needed, I think it was five outs to win the series. Um, and then they played the next game. They only played seven innings, which Tennessee would go on to win, but doesn't matter because the series belongs to Kentucky. Yeah, buddy. I think they held them to 11 runs for the series, which is their lowest total so far for the year. I think the next closest was 16 in their series with Vanderbilt. So, Bronze is bitter, I can tell. Yeah. I just hope it isn't enough to keep the coach around. He's like, let, let you have your little series. Yeah, there, there, there's a little bit of that, yes. But it was going to be a rough series, especially like in game one when you just had all those guys just left stranded out on the bases and we just couldn't get any runs batted in in the first, what was it, three innings, Toby? Yeah. It, yeah. So many missed opportunities. 
and and then they just couldn't get their groove back until Saturday, it seemed. And then, of course, the damage was already done. We lost uh, lost the series, but uh, we're we're probably still going to take their regular season. And who knows? Maybe this is one of those games where you just need to lose to get your head back on straight. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of felt like the inverse of our football and basketball series, where we're we're seemingly better, but it doesn't matter. We either step on our own foot or Tennessee just outplays us. But I think Tennessee will be fine. They're still a really good team. And like you said, they're going to wrap up the regular season. So I think we were three games away when we were starting the uh, series with y'all. So I forget, do we play Mississippi State soon? I don't have to check the schedule. But... I don't know. If you all played baseball. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know baseball until you want to start talking smack. I say yeah, I just, I'm just running the ship here. I'm just I'm just driving the boat. It's on the topic list there. I'm, I'm letting you guys talk. Just gotta, we just gotta poke the bear a little bit there, Georgia. So, uh, and then of course the two um, mid majors. So Bellarmine's for us tomorrow, and then Georgia this weekend, and then Belmont, then wrapping it up with Mississippi State. So you can beat Georgia, we beat Georgia, and look at our sorry ass team. <laughs> yeah, you say they play Bellarmine. Yeah, Bellarmine on is that uh, in tomorrow. Tennessee yeah. or here? Probably at uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, Bellarmine's here in Louisville, so I was just wondering. Yeah, I, I, I don't imagine us traveling to yeah. a single game, but I'd be surprised. <laughs> awesome. Baseball. Go Cats. Did you, uh, Toby, did you go, did you end up seeing the game, Toby? No. You didn't I did end not. up going? Um, okay. Well, I was going to go Friday, but the weather was just oh, yeah. terrible looking. Crappy weather. And then Saturday didn't look much better, so I just stayed in and had it playing in the background. Gonna ask if you uh, if you sang that song, got you some peanuts and cracker jacks or not. <laughs> Speaking of no. songs, uh, in the Discord we are running the '90s country music bracket. You guys like that segue, didn't you? Yeah, you like that. It was well a nice, very professional. Segue. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> we have started. Well, we're we're working on finishing up the first round of the '90s country music bracket. Um, I know. Uh, I know KSR started it, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, something right before, right after COVID. I can't remember. Um, but uh, I don't remember him ever getting out of the first round. I know there was some controversy with uh, one of the Dixie Chicks songs or or the, uh, uh, who was it? The Dumas Walker song by the Kentucky Headhunters. Yeah. They, they didn't think that that was a 90s country music. They thought it came out just before the 90s. So uh, I remember some controversy there. And then... Uh, they just kind of stopped doing it, and I don't think they've ever started it again. But uh, but I was like I was uh, was very interested in this one, so I uh, I found what he was what what he went off of, and I've had it queued up in our Discord queue for brackets for a little while now, and and uh, we started it. What did we started last week, we started it last week. Yeah, um, I think we after last uh, Tuesday. after whatever it was that ended. Before the, the toy podcast, so we wrapped up the toy podcast last week. Oh yeah, the yeah. toy podcast. It was uh, so we we finished it up. Um, I think didn't we record on what like the eight hour mark of the bracket being out or whatever uh, for the final matchup, and it was not even close. Hot Wheels or Lego was rolling Hot Wheels. Yes, correct. Nice. Hot Wheels ended up losing three to thirty eight. Um, so 
<laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> uh, but we are uh, we are a day and a half away from finishing up the first round. Um, there's there's not been too many close matchups uh, in the country music bracket, but uh, I make it a point to listen to all eight songs every day because um, well, I just I. The '90s country music is is the stuff I grew up on. So every every one of these matchups, I uh, I recognize the song. I can I can kind of hum along with them in my head. But uh, watching the videos, that's that's a bit eye opening sometimes. I, I really only ever listen to them on the radio. So seeing some of the videos, I'm like, oh, is is that what's going on there? Like uh, I think the the boot scootin' boogie video is like a kind of a concert or whatever. I think it was boot no. Achy Breaky Heart. Yes, it was. Uh, I, the Achy Breaky Heart video is it's it's hilarious to me because I didn't know everybody had mullets like that. It's just oh yeah, <laughs> just For seeing sure. some of that stuff and going back and and just remember like when you hear a song sometimes uh, you're just like oh wow that really takes me back and and all of this stuff has has really has really taken me back you know just made me remember things about childhood that maybe I didn't remember before or just you know kind of nostalgic and I'm really enjoying it. I don't know about you guys. I'm the same way. I, I have a lot of nostalgia, a lot of memories with all these, all these songs. I even created a playlist and I've been listening to it for the last week now. Uh, just a lot of happy feelings from this bracket. So I'm enjoying it. Aside from the Reba, I can't yeah. wait to get Reba out of the bracket. I don't know how um, the, the, she went. So Reba night, the lights went out in Georgia. Is it what, whatever it's called? The night the lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, Reba. Uh, beat out A Broken Wing by Martina McBride, 16 to 3. And um, the matchup that that matchup was going to go against was Fancy versus Love Can Build a Bridge by the Judds. And Fancy by Reba McIntyre won 11 to 7. So in round two, Reba is going up against Reba. Night when the lights, or night the lights went out in Georgia versus Fancy. And I'm just, like Reba's still going to be in the bracket for two rounds, which my wife is about to hit me because she likes Reba. She she used to watch this TV show and everything, but um, I can't believe both of those songs made it and they're matched up together. So Reba's fighting Reba um, in in the next round, and it's just I don't know that one. That one was like, holy crap! Are you kidding me? I can't believe well, you know, this it's, happened. It's a little like when Louisville, Tennessee play it. You hate to see it, but at least one's going to lose. Yeah, at least somebody's going to lose. What's your all's favorite song on here? Which one do you think is going to win? I couldn't even begin to predict. Like I said, most of the <laughs> matchups have been pretty lopsided so far. So, well, except for Watermelon Crawl versus Dumas Walker. Um, that one was 12 to 14. That's the closest one I see so far. I'm surprised there's only... Is there really only one Garth Brooks song in our bracket? I mean... I mean, of the ones that he has, you picked a good one. Garth, yeah. Um, I it, it surprises me that he's only got one song. Um, but yeah, that one's probably the, uh, the that one is well deserved of the number one spot. Um, I probably right. would have put uh, a couple more on there. What's the one? Um, Thunder rolls. That's a good one. Um, and the one about what is it? Oh, Colin Baton Rouge. I mean, that one should have been in the bracket, and I'm not sure why it isn't. Maybe it's because it's not uh, not 90s. Maybe that's the problem with a lot of Garth Brooks stuff. Perhaps. 1993. Uh, I don't know. I still uh, meet in the middle, uh, Diamond Rio. That song gets stuck in my head all the time. Oh, yeah. 
that one. And it just, I'll just be humming it or, you know, whistling it even. It drives the people around me crazy <laughs> sometimes. The, um, the matchup that first got me, I think, was the uh, something like that versus Little Red Rodeo. Ooh. Um, I had to actually play something like that just to remember kind of the melody because something like that didn't, it, the name of the song didn't stick out to me until I actually heard it. And I was like, oh, but Little Red Rodeo by Colin Ray, I was just, I was already humming that when I just saw Red Rodeo. I was like, oh, look, there's that song or whatever. So I think I ended up choosing the uh, something like that song, but I was humming Little Red Rodeo all day. And uh, I was just, you know, and then... I didn't even know. I forgot about that one. Dust on the bottle versus this kiss, this kiss oh. by Faith Hill. Yeah. I mean, I, it's 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 blasphemy that that dust on the bottle got twenty five to you know won that one twenty five to three because they're just they're all so good. Everything's so good. I uh, also sold by John Michael Montgomery that song. Also, my when we were growing up. My kid brother, he loved that song, and he would he had a cowboy hat, and every time it came on on the radio, I mean, he would, you know, dance sing every it. single word and dance to it, and you know, it's funny, like you said, that just takes you back. Yeah, my you think uh, about things you haven't thought about in a while. My older sister is blonde hair, blue eyes, and uh, she used to play <laughs> that on repeat all the time, and then uh, I actually. I worked in John Michael Montgomery's house once when I was oh. doing some AV work. He was actually one of the guy I worked guy I worked with or worked for his clients. So uh, I'd been in his basement and stuff, and I've seen you know some of his records on the wall and stuff, and I've seen his studio, and it's it's awesome, and it's it's kind of surreal being out there, like you know, when I was five through twelve or whatever, and listening to all these songs and stuff, and I was like, oh, you're that guy that I listened to on the radio. That's crazy that we're in this that i'm in your house right now you know so yeah that's that one's pretty cool they're just all of them i i really like the uh brooks and dunn songs brand new man oh look there's another the dance by garth brooks is on there so garth has a garth has at least two on there straight tequila night by john anderson i mean this bracket's just i mean it's it is my childhood and i can't believe it t it's taken us so long to do this one and and i I'm a little bit bummed that it's not getting as much engagement as, say, the video game bracket or the toy bracket. But, I mean, I think we kind of knew that that was coming just because of the, the Discord demographic. But uh, It's a little more niche, but it's still it, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say def definitely more niche, not as a broad category that everybody can jump onto. So my, my lame claim to fame is actually in here. So uh kenny chesney's uh tractor sexy you know it was one of the songs that got photoed out so my high school choral teacher was actually his elementary school chorus teacher when he was growing up in uh tennessee so mm. that's it that is my only connection with fame and not as cool as going to someone's house and checking out their av equipment <laughs> <laughs> eh, just being in there it's just it was just cool to be in there even if I didn't get to see him. When I lived in Nicholasville, though, it was funny. Every once in a while, I could go into Lowe's, and he'd just be shopping around. You know, like, he's just some other guy. Not, you know, he doesn't have a crowd, didn't have uh, security or anything. Just, just some other guy shopping Doesn't at Lowe's. Doesn't he have a steakhouse? Do it. He did. Doesn't he have a... He, he did. did. He yeah. doesn't anymore. Um, and he mostly just kind of invested in it. But uh, I, I don't know what happened. Um 
I never actually got to eat at it. It was a time when everybody was opening up a restaurant and uh, restaurants oh. just kept coming up and dying out, coming up and dying out. Because uh, apparently to, to make a million dollars in the restaurant industry, you've got to start with $10 million. I don't know. It just died out. I know Brooks and Dunn. Uh, was it Brooks and Dunn? I think it was Brooks and Dunn. No, Montgomery Gentry. I don't remember. I think it was, I think it was Montgomery Gentry had a, um, they've got, well, they had, it's, it's not anymore. Um, but they had a big steakhouse down in Danville. I think it was Danville. Nobody can back me up on this, but they had, they used to have a steak. Yeah. They had a steakhouse in Danville. And, uh, when I started working for the security company that I worked for, um, they, the security company did all the access control and security for that steakhouse. And that place was, Securityed up to the nines, man. They had like private backstage, like they had a whole stage set up so they could just play whenever they wanted or whatever. But like their meat cooler, they had it behind like three locked doors, and you had to have a whole bunch of different access levels to get into their meat cooler. And then they had access on all the exterior doors, and they had you know a green room and backstage and upstairs and VIP and all kinds of stuff. I think. Um, when whichever one it was that got a divorce, she kind of took it or not really took it when they, when they got the divorce, they had to split it. And, uh, so they, the bank kind of repossessed it. And then I think it's a nursing home now. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of the fun, fun four one one on a little bit of Kentucky country singers stuff. I know, uh, John Michael Montgomery's son is doing all right. Walker Montgomery, he's uh, he's had a couple hits mm-hmm. on the radio, not as much as uh, Matt Jones's cousin or whatever, but uh, he has had some success. I think he's played at a at a football game or two. Nobody nobody can confirm or deny nothing. I'm just sitting over here talking to myself. You've kind of lost me. Come on, Toby, you should know this stuff. I, I think I knew a little. I do remember something about a restaurant in Danville. Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a nice steakhouse, um, and it was nuts because it just uh, apparently it just they just closed the doors one day, locked them, didn't tell any yeah, of the staff or whatever. The, bank. the um the like I had to go in there. I, I actually went into the service department for a little while at the security company, and uh, they would have devices failing and sending erroneous erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous alerts and stuff. So I'd have to go down there and meet the guy at the bank or whatever. And it was it was creepy because um, all the tables had place settings at them. Uh, the kitchen was prepped. I mean, some of the, like the kitchen had obviously been like cleaned out or whatever, all the perishables and stuff. But everything was ready for, for dinner and lunch the next day mm. or whatever. But like nobody ever came. So there's still all the memorabilia on the walls and stuff. And it was... It was weird to go in there and it not be open or whatever. Well, what was it? Was it 2017 that Gentry died in the helicopter crash? Uh, I don't remember uh, when that yeah, was. Yeah, I thought but, that was yeah. farther back. No, I'm thinking it was, it's been like five or six years maybe. So I don't know what year you're talking about. So. 2018, it says the pilot was blamed in the Troy Gentry helicopter crash. Yeah. I don't know. I remember, was it... Um, I went to the the Thursday night Auburn game, and I think Eddie played a concert. Eddie Montgomery played a concert before that game. Oh, that yes. was that was incredible. That whole atmosphere for that game on that Thursday night was just incredible. That day was wild. Yeah, I, I had to take a midterm that same day, so I oh. 
you know, I was studying for it, passed it, but, you know, I took the midterm and then I'm rushing back to Lexington because everyone's already tailgating. They all get off work early or out of class early. And I'm just rushing back, trying to get back for the game. That was a wild time. And we almost yeah. won, too. I know. It would have been so perfect. I haven't been to very many games, but I was like, I'm going to that Thursday night game. That that was. I do remember. I'm pretty sure that he was the one doing the pregame concert that night. Fun fact, Eddie Montgomery and John Michael Montgomery are, are brothers. Hmm. We totally missed that one. Yeah. Talking about it. <laughs> All right. Well. Country music bracket in the Discord. Uh, reminder, if you join the Discord, um, you have to press an extra button to get access to the bracket uh, polls. Um, like I said uh, in the last one, uh, I know not everybody wants to be pinged every day. So we hide that behind an extra roll. So you've got to grab that roll to get access to the channel and to be pinged every day when the, uh, when the brackets go live. Let's see here. What else do we have to talk about? We've been going almost an hour now. Not quite. Uh, graduation. Graduation's coming up. Uh, is anybody graduating in college? I think <laughs> I've got a, I've got a fifth grader. He's going to be graduating elementary school and going into, uh, sixth grade Ooh, wow. middle school. Uh, we had to send in a baby picture for him. My youngest brother is graduating high school and that just makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so, so, um, I guess my niece, she is in... She's going into, uh, I think she's going into eighth grade. Maybe she's going into seventh grade. I can't even remember. She might be going, I, I don't know. I just talked to her on Saturday. I don't remember though. She's either going into eighth grade or seventh grade, but she's marching up. She's she's moving up. So she's actually marching for Dunbar Marching Band as a middle schooler still. And uh, mm. oh, nice. the band director that is currently running the show at Dunbar was the assistant band director when I was there and when both my sisters went through it. And apparently when my niece walked in the band room and the band director saw her, she, he goes, Oh no, you're nah. a Sanders. <laughs> 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 and, uh, it just, it makes me laugh. Cause I remember, I remember Mr. Morgan. He's a, uh, he's a good dude. And, uh, just him, him seeing my niece and recognizing her for, for you know, our family or whatever, and remembering us, it was uh, it was funny. She was telling us a story. I guess he started at Dunbar the same year my sister, my younger sister, was born. So when he was telling them history of himself and how long he's been at Dunbar and what all's happened or whatever, he was saying something like, "This is my thirty first or thirty second show that I've done with Dunbar." And uh, my niece was like, oh, yeah, that's that's that number or whatever. And uh, he's like, how do you know that so well? Or how did you do the math so fast on that or, or something like that? And he was like, well, you said you started in this year and that's the same age or that's when my mom was born. So I know how old she is. <laughs> and he was like, oh, wow, thanks for making me feel a little bit older again. <laughs> and so she was apparently doing that to him just all day or all week or something like that. I don't know. It was hilarious, though. What instrument? I think she's playing the saxophone, and they're trying to get her to. I guess she played in middle school the bari, baritone saxophone. Yeah, very. She nice. kept calling it Barry. Um, yep. But apparently, it's kind of hard to march the baritone saxophone or Barry sax if, if you want to shorten it up. Um, 
And so she's switched over to alto sax, but they're still trying to convince her to stay with the baritone um, just because they need more lower instruments. Apparently, like when I was in band, when I was at Dunbar Band, um, we had like, I think we had 175 kids in the band. And I don't think that counted Color Guard, but it might have. But even with, um, I think she said there's 15 kids from Beaumont Middle School marching up into Dunbar High School's marching band. And that's just, that's just Beaumont. That doesn't count any other middle schools that feed into Dunbar or whatever. They're only at like 110. And I think, like Uh I said, that includes the color guard as well. So the Dunbar band really kind of fell off since, uh, since I left. And I don't know, it's kind of sad hearing about it, but at the same time, I think um, they had like four band directors in the past six years or something like that because People weren't sticking around or weren't working out or whatever. So I, I don't know. Band stuff. That was uh, that was my life for four years. Band stuff. Band made me hate graduation because we had to play. Uh pomp and circumstance. Gosh. Yep. Three years in a you row. Know. <laughs> yep, you know. Yep. Yep. And I remember when I got to graduate finally and I was listening to all of them. I was, you know, I was poking at, you know, you get to walk right past the band as they're playing or whatever. I yeah. was just, you know, just look over it and laugh at him. It's like, man, you know, the freshman, you got two more years of this, buddy. You poor bastards. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably the highlight of my uh, graduation stuff. Going going back to the actual topic at hand, graduation season. Um, just <laughs> saying, oh, you, you poor kids over there having to play that song for 30 minutes, maybe yeah, longer. I, I don't totally know. God, it, was, oh, it was it was rough. I played the tuba, so it was like it was even boring, you know. <laughs> bom, 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 bom. You know, it didn't it didn't do anything. The typical tuba part that everybody says, "Oh, you played tuba, boom, 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 boom." You know, it was awful. I, I've never liked graduations. I skipped my college graduation. I was just like, just give me the diploma. I yeah, I don't need to go. I don't need to. I walk. would have skipped high school if I could have, but. Don't you almost have to sure pay to walk too? Yes, you did. Mm, yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So, like, why would you want to do that? I mean, maybe if you were like the only person in your family to do it or something like that, and your parents were like, "Oh, you're doing it," but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even really go to college, so I didn't. I didn't have to worry about that. That always. I, I guess this is. That always reminds me of, you know, the Cosby Show, when they go to the graduation and they're sitting in the, and they just get to stand up and sit down. And he's like, that's it. That's all there is to it. He's like, and he starts standing up, sitting down. And he goes, look, I'm a doctor. I've got a master. <laughs> that, that was pretty much what it was like. I got my grad degree. I just told my parents, look, if y'all want to celebrate with me, let's just go to a nice quiet dinner, you know, play some board games, have time with family. That would be great for me. And they were fine with that. I just, I, I went back to school late as an adult and I just didn't can connect with any of the you know my peers so to speak so young people i had noticed yes yep i mean the last year that i was in um college i was um a lab assistant or, or ga and one of the students i was working with was talking to her professor and uh in my lab and they were discussing movies and poor child didn't know what raiders of the lost ark was Ugh. And it just made me mourn for this upcoming generation. So, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I, yeah. 
So no, no big deal there. The, the only thing I remember from my high school graduation was my dad was dead set on taking us out to to dinner or doing something, you know, cool for my graduation. I'm putting cool in quotes. So I got a whole Shoney's buffet, buffet Ooh, dinner oh, for my. Did you, get, hey now. Did <laughs> nice. you get to see the Shoney's remodel? <laughs> uh, prob- <laughs> probably not. But. Uh, fa- fast forward six years, my sister's graduating, and she's getting a car. So Isn't that car. always the way? <laughs> it's always the way. Oh, man. So. Well, uh, I don't think we have much else to talk about. Does anybody ha- want to throw anything else in there? I'm I'm about done. I've been talking for, I don't know, almost an hour. i got to edit this. So, yeah, Um Try to find me at the barbecue festival this weekend. Oh, barbecue so. festivals this weekend? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I will not be there. Toby, are you going? I'm going to try. I've got a few other things I need to take care of. So we'll see. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to take some pictures. Maybe oh. we'll think, uh, post it to Twitter. Ty, Ty won't be there. Um, Ty's in Florida at Disney. Uh, hope you're having fun, Ty. Hope you'll listen to this, Ty. You probably won't. But uh, <laughs> if you I mean, are, let us know and we'll give you a prize. Yeah. If yeah, if if you uh, if you hear us, if you hear us talking about you, uh, drop us a line and I'll uh, I'll send you a 3D print. So it'll be fun. All right. So uh, do all the things. All the things include hitting us up on Twitter, uh, hitting us up on Discord, uh, sharing out the links to our podcast. You can find them on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Uh, I always mention the other one, but I'm not going to this time other than what I just mentioned. And uh, yeah, we will see you next time. Next week. Same, same day. Same crew. Same, same podcast name. Hit, oh, at Annex Pod on Twitter. I forgot to say that there part. There you go. At Annex Pod. Uh, that's how you can find us on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you around. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.